Hare Krishna, welcome back to this episode of Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 13. We're continuing with our reading of uh, Varnashram system, part 4. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadadisvapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome back to this um, Bhagavad Gita session and today's topic uh, as we are continuing chapter 4 text 13 of Bhagavad Gita Varnashram system episode 4 Thank you all very much for coming online. <clears throat> all right. So we left off Srimad Bhagavatam Kanto 7, Chapter 14. I think we did 9th was. Yeah, we did this. The last one was 7.14.9. One should treat animals such as deers, camels, asses, monkeys, mice, snakes, birds and flies exactly like one's own son. How little difference there actually is between children and these innocent animals. We have finished this one. So today we will proceed on with 7.14.10. Trivargam nati krichrena bhajeta grihamedhyapi yathadesham yathakalam Translation Even if one is a householder rather than a brahmachari, a sannyasi or a vanaprastha, one should not endeavor very hard for religiosity, economic development or sense gratification, sorry, or satisfaction of the senses. Even in householder life, 
one should be satisfied to maintain body and soul together with whatever is available with minimum endeavor according to place and time by the grace of the lord one should not engage oneself in ugra karma ugra karma means oh oh sorry was this a new was this a new one new link really i thought i just joined the old one i mean the, the original one i did not know it was all right i'm sorry about that hmm all right so so even in household life one should be satisfied to maintain body and soul together with whatever is available with minimum endeavor according to place and time by the grace of the lord one should not engage oneself in ugra karma so ugra karma means uh, a lot of work horrible work insane amount of work for paltry rewards uh, that is the case with modern industrial civilization or oh, the old link is not working oh i think in a fraction of second i missed the opportunity i think i'm sorry for that hmm okay so ugra karma means horrible work lot of work like nowadays people have to work for 12 hours sometimes 14 hours a day to just subs- uh, sustain their lives so this is called ugra karma very very hard work parishram that's why in the in the nectar of instruction it is said atyaharah prayasascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangascha laulyamcha shadbir bhakti bhaktir vinashyati means one's devotional service is spoiled when he becomes too entangled in the following six activities eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain this is actually called this prayasa is called ugra karma then talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters <clears throat> practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement or rejecting the rules of rules and regulations of the scriptures and working independently or whimsically and associating with worldly minded persons who are not interested in krishna consciousness and being greedy for mundane achievements this is also and especially over endeavoring for mundane things that are very difficult to obtain so this ugra karma is is like that you know you for a you know like present day work so hard people work and then even their lives are are a danger sometimes uh, and then still they want to i mean still they have to work for money so this is very bad in the current situation if we follow the instruction of krishna then everything we can have peacefully all the necessities of life but ugra karma is just the opposite and that is the situation in kali yuga purport in human life there are four principles to be fulfilled dharma artha kama and moksha religion economic development 
sense gratification and liberation first one should be religious observing various rules and regulations and then one must earn some money for maintenance of his family and the satisfaction of his senses the most important ceremony for sense gratification is marriage because sexual intercourse is one of the principal necessities of the material body yanmaithunadhigrahamedhi sukham hi tucham 7.9.45 although sexual intercourse is not a very exalted requisite in life both animals and men require some sense gratification because of material propensities one should be satisfied with married life and not expend energy for extra sense gratification or sex life <clears throat> as for economic development the responsibility for this should be entrusted mainly to the vaishyas and grihasthas human life human society should be divided into varnas and ashramas brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra brahmacharya grihastha vanaprastha and sanyas economic development is necessary for grihasthas uh, brahmana grihasthas should be satisfied with a life of adhyayana adhyapana yajana and yajana that means being learned scholars teaching others to be scholars learning how to worship the supreme personality of godhead vishnu and also teaching others how to worship lord vishnu or even the demigods sometimes um those brahmanas who are not vaishnavas they teach uh, demigod worship as well a brahmana should do this without remuneration that means no salary but he is allowed to accept charity from a person whom he teaches how to be a human being as for the kshatriyas they are supposed to be the kings of the land and the land should be distributed to the vaishyas for agricultural activities cow protection and trade shudras must work sometimes they should engage in occupational duties as cloth manufacturers weavers blacksmiths goldsmiths brassmiths and so on or else they should engage in hard labor to produce food grains these are the different occupational duties by which men should earn their livelihood and in this way human society should be simple at the present moment however everyone is engaged in technological advancement which is described in bhagavad gita as ugra karma extremely severe endeavor this ugra karma is the cause of agitation within the human mind men are engaging in many sinful activities and becoming degraded by opening slaughterhouses breweries and cigarette factories as well as nightclubs and other establishments for sense enjoyment in this way they are spoiling their lives in all of these activities of course householders are involved and therefore it is advised here with the use of the word api that even though one is a householder one should not engage himself in severe hardships see although grihasthas have to earn a livelihood it is not that they should work very hard they should maintain they should earn by um as easily as possible uh, trying to avoid hard work as much as possible <clears throat> one's means of livelihood should be extremely simple as for those who are not grihasthas the brahmacharis vanaprasthas and sanyasis they don't have to do anything but strive for advancement in spiritual life so they don't bother earning a living and they are they have nothing you see they don't have to do anything but 
strive for advancement in spiritual life not only their own but also for others this means that three-fourths of the entire population should stop sense gratification and simply be engaged in the advancement of Krishna consciousness only one-fourth of the population should be grihastha and that should be according to laws of restricted sense gratification see how the Varnashram system is designed three-fourths of the population brahmacharis Vanaprasthas and sannyasis all no sense gratification whatsoever and grahasthas there is restricted sense gratification so the whole point is to go away from the sense gratification and you know uh, focus on krishna consciousness the grahasthas vanaprasthas brahmacharis and sannyasis should endeavor together with their total energy to become krishna conscious this type of civilization is called Daivavarnashram. One of the objectives of this Krishna consciousness movement is to establish this Daivavarnashram, but not to encourage so-called Varnashram without scientifically organized endeavor by human society. So this Daivavarnashram uh, phrase have, has been coined by uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So what is Daivavarnashram? So basically Prabhupada explains Daiva. Madhya 3.6 in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila 3.6 in that in the purport you can see this in connection with this verse which is a quotation from Srimad Bhagavatam 11.23.57 Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur says that of the 64 items required for entering devotional service okay, one second acceptance of the symbolic marks of sannyas is a regulatory principle I'm talking about uh, here This is the difference. The Acharyas who advocate the Daiva Varnashram, the social order of Chatur Varnyam mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, do not accept the proposition of Asura Varnashram, which maintains that the social order of Varna is indicated by birth. So, this conception that the Brahmana Kshatriya Vaishya Shudra is actually uh, is, kind of, is because of the birth, that is Asura Varnashram. It is, it is demonic, so called. It is not the real Varnashram. And actually, as we know, I think if you have attended, I think, two two sessions prior, we have seen that Rakshasim Kalimashritya Jayanti Brahma Yonishu. Varahapuran says that those who are Asuras, Rakshasas in the previous ages, in this uh, Kali Yuga, they take birth among the, they take as birth in Brahmana families. And Badhante Shrotriyan Krishan, Utpanna Brahmane Kule, Badhante Shrotriyan Krishan. They uh, try to, what is that, um, oppress the actual Vaishnavas. Um, so, this is the um, Shastric injunction. One of the objectives of the Krishna consciousness movement uh, is to establish this Daiva Varnashram. So, that means Varnashram based on Guna and Karma, which is the actual Varnashram. But not to encourage so-called Varnashram, which is the Asura Varnashram, 
without scientifically organized endeavor by human society. Ashwaghante vasayibhya kaman samvibhajedyatha apyekam apyekam atmanodharam nirnam svatva grahoyataha. Dogs, fallen persons, and untouchables, including chandalas, dog eaters, should be maintained with their proper necessities, which should be contributed by the householders. Even one's wife at home with whom one is most intimately attached should be offered for the reception of guests and people in general. So, although, you know, you see, this avasayibhya, unto the chandalas, the lowest of men, dog eaters and hog eaters. So, one who eats pigs and dogs is chandala, is considered lowest among men. So, practically, today's today's, uh, society, everybody is in this category. Uh, dog eaters and hog eaters so dogs fallen persons and untouchables including chandalas should all be maintained with proper necessary see even they have to be maintained their maintenance is also considered in Vedic civilization fully taken care of Uh, although they are untouchables because they are conduct their behavior everything is as you eat so what is it you are what you eat so One's consciousness is based upon one's eating. So that's why in the Vedic civilization, like Chandala is a dog eater. So he is classified as a, as, a, as a class of person. Why? Because the eating of such foodstuffs is in the tamasic, you know, tamogun. So a person in the tamogun only will be attracted to such food. So this is all explained in the Bhagavad Gita 17th chapter and 18th chapter. So what are the foods for, you know, that is of course 17th chapter. So, what are the foods for those people who um, are in the mode of goodness, p- passion and ignorance? Sattvic, Rajasik and Tamasic food. Everything. Everything about ra- Sattvic, Tamasic, I mean Rajasic and Tamasic are, are mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. So, such people who eat untouchable foodstuff. Actually, we'll, let's go and see that foodstuff. Their whole habits are, you know, very low-grade habits. Everything about them, they always choose the wrong things. Okay, 17.8 Ayuh sattva bhalarogya sukha preti vivardhanah rasyah snigdhah sthirah riddhya aharah sattvika priyah Foods dear to those in the mode of goodness increase the duration of life, purify one's existence, and give strength, health, happiness and satisfaction. One second. Oh, there's notifications. Okay. Um, purify one's existence and give strength, health, happiness and satisfaction. Such foods are juicy, fatty, wholesome and pleasing to the heart. Next, 17.9. Katvam lalavanatyushna tekshna roksha vidahinah Foods that are too bitter, too sour, salty, hot, pungent, dry and burning are dear to those in the mode of passion. Such foods cause distress, misery and disease. Next. Yatayamam gatarasam puti paryushitam chayat uchhishtam apichamedhyam. Bhojanam tamasapriyam. You see this amedhyam, 
Amedhyam means untouchable. Untouchable foodstuffs. Something Amedhyam means actually garbage. Uh, Amedhyam means garbage. So, garbage nobody goes and touches. So, this meat is considered garbage, is untouchable. It, you should not even touch it. So, Amedhyam Bhojanam Tamasapriyam. So, food prepared more than 3 hours ago, 3 hours before being eaten, food that is tasteless, decomposed and putrid, and food consisting of remnants and untouchable things is dear to those in the mode of darkness. So, in the purport, Prabhupada explains what is, you know, um, this uh, untouchable food, you know, meat. So, this is completely untouchable, you can't even touch it. So, those who eat such food, they are untouchable also. They are, if they want to eat, they have to eat and stay outside the, the city precincts. That is the, you know, one second, I don't know what is happening here. Hmm. See, they have to stay outside the city precincts. Yeah. Otherwise, if they want to be in normal society, they have to eat and everything, all their thing has to be in Vedic civilization. Chandala is not within Vedic civilization, he is outside. Yeah. So, in order not to disturb the people who are following um, the Vedic civilization, these Chandalas, these people are, you know, considered, you know, outcasts. But at the same time, their maintenance also should be taken care of. So, in the purport, we will see now. See, purport. Although in modern society, the dog is accepted, you see in, in the verse, dogs, fallen persons and untouchables, including chandalas, should all be maintained. So, purport. Although in modern society, the dog is accepted as part of one's household paraphernalia, in the Vedic system of household life, the dog is untouchable, as mentioned here. A dog may be maintained with proper food, but it cannot be allowed to enter one's house. Hmm. What to speak of the bedroom? Now it is asleep. You know, in the, on the same bed with the dog. Outcasts or untouchable chandalas should also be provided with, ne with the necessaries of life. The word used in this connection is yatha, which means as much as deserved. The outcasts should not be given money with which to indulge in more than they need, for otherwise they will misuse it. See that? They should not be given money. They should be given uh, in, in kind, like... Uh, goods like food and you know the clothing and shelter in this way not money because money is you know free trade then they can buy anything that will, that will be explained here you see they should not be given money with which to indulge in more than they need for otherwise they will misuse it at the present moment for example low-class men are generally paid quite amply but instead of using their money to cultivate knowledge and advance in life such low-class men use their extra money for wine drinking and similar sinful activities. As mentioned in Bhagavad Gita 4.13, Chatur Varnyam Mayasrishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasaha. There must be four divisions of human society according to the work and qualities of men. Men with the lowest qualities cannot do any work that requires higher intelligence. Men with the lowest qualities cannot do any work that requires higher intelligence. However, although such a division of men must exist according to their quality and work, it is suggested herewith that everyone must have the necessities of life. The communists of the present day are in favour of supplying the necessities of life to everyone, but they consider only the human beings and not the lower animals. 
The Bhagavatam's principles are so broad, however, that it recommends that the necessities of life be supplied to everyone, man or animal, regardless of good or bad qualities. The idea of giving even one's wife to the service of the public is that one's intimate relationship with his wife or one's excessive attachment for his wife, by which one thinks his wife to be his better half or to be identical with him, must gradually be given up. As formerly suggested, the idea of ownership, even of one's family, must be abandoned. The dream of material life is the cause of bondage in the cycle of birth and death and therefore one should give up this dream. Consequently, in the human form of life, one's attachment for his wife should be given up as suggested herein. So, um, giving one's wife to the service of the public means uh, to, for reception of guests and you know serving them and everything, cooking, everything. So, in this way, instead of you, you I mean, um, engaging the wife's in, wife in one's own service, he has to engage the wife in the service of the Lord and you know serve everyone in that in that capacity. So that is the proper way to slowly detach one's mind from the attachment to his wife. That's why Bhaktivinoda Thakur has said, Manasa deho geho jo kichumor arpilu tuapade nandakishor. So whatever may be mine, whether my family, my wife, my children, my mind, my body, my house, everything I have offered to you, Krishna, at your feet. So they are for your service, not for my service. Instead, um, there is this 11, 17, 54, which states, Itham parimrishan mukto griheshvatithi vadvasan Deeply considering the actual situation, a liberated soul should live at home just like a guest, without any sense of proprietorship or false ego. In this way, he will not be bound or entangled by domestic affairs. So, this is how he should live. Even at his own home, like a guest, not like a host, like an owner, this aham mamata kind of consciousness otherwise will increase very much. 7, 14, 12. We have seen this the other day. Um, now we will read this again. Jahyad yadarthe svan pranan hanyad vapitaram gurum tasyam svatvam striyam jahyad yastena hyajitojitaha. One so seriously considers one's wife to be his own that he sometimes kills himself for her or kills others including even his parents or his spiritual master or teacher. Therefore, if one can give up his attachment to such a wife, he conquers the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is never conquered by anyone. <laughs> See how much it is said here. If one can conquer the attachment to his wife, then he can um, conquer the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So that much it is said. That means, Attachment to one's wife means Grahakshetra Sutapta Vittair So all the home, hearth and everything Relatives, money, everything So if one can give up It all is centered around the wife All around the wife Pumsastriya Mithuni Bhava Methan That's called Griha Medhi Medhi means access actually Access, Medhi means access 
so as um, things move around the axis in circular motion so griham edhi means one whose life is revolving around the axis of household life and which is the wife which is the center of the household life is wife so when one's life is centered around the wife that is called griham edhi instead our our life should be centered around krishna uh, that is what is krishna consciousness but if it's centered around wife that is griham edhi life grahasthashram means the center is not the wife or the home center is krishna you know medhi means actually prabhupada explained you know that uh, in the villages for training the ox or the bull um there is this pole and then the bull is tied to that pole and then he is made to go round and round in clockwise direction and then after that anti clockwise direction many many rounds so to make the bull trained to calibrated movement what the farmer wants to tame the bull and otherwise you know he was very is impossible to tame the bull so there so this this axis this pole uh, to which the bull is tied that is called a medhi medhi so that is the axis around which the bull moves so griha medhi means this you know axis of household life but one who conquers attachment to his wife he conquers the supreme personality of god so in in this connection actually uh, shri prabhupad's uh, early life when he was a householder a young man and uh, at that time um, i mean in vedic culture polygamy is allowed all right so um, a man can have more than one wife so at one point um, when he was a very young man prabhupad was considering to have a second wife at that time his father um asked him why why are you uh, uh, you know saying that you want to you know marry second time so prabhupada said i don't like my wife because she was never cooperative in in devotional service always arguing you know in uh, she doesn't want to be a devotee and all that. so <laughs> prabhupada's father told him that it is a great blessing that you don't like your wife in fact this will save you from the entanglement of material life so don't marry another time this this thing that you don't like your wife is a very good blessing you will realize this later in your life and sure enough that dislike that disagreement between him and his wife just um came to the point where shri prabhupada took sanyas and he gave up this his family life and became sanyasi and preached the krishna consciousness movement all over the world and of course he conquered the supreme personality of godhead by that mm. of course he was always a pure devotee so this is to just to show that that incident to show the greatness of his father because otherwise we wouldn't know how great prabhupada's father is if you see in the krishna book um in the beginning itself it is said this book is dedicated to my father gaur mohan dev who is a pure devotee of krishna so he is pure devotee of krishna so to highlight his his exaltedness so the lord you know arranges these kind of pastimes prabhupada is a pure devotee by birth uh, so all his actions are controlled by krishna uh, or in you know complete uh, unison with krishna so these things come so that his father's greatness can be known so now we know oh see <laughs> his 
um, his son was not attached to his wife at a, at such a young age and he said that's good very good you know <laughs> so because in the chanakya pandit also says rupavati bharya shatru a beautiful wife is an enemy because uh, actually every husband will find that his wife is beautiful beauty is in the eye of the beholder so as it means that if a husband thinks that his wife is very beautiful that means he is very attached to his wife so rupavati bharya shatru because that attachment causes such um, intense um, you know thinking of her always that he runs the risk that at the end of life he may think of the woman and then become the become a woman in his next life and continue in the cycle of birth and death so that is very dangerous so but if one can give up the attachment to his wife yes one can conquer the supreme personality of godhead so of course <laughs> women will become very um restless if they hear this kind of things but i mean let's face it whether by um desire or by force one must separate from the wife either by death or by disagreement or by sanyas or divorce whatever it is one will ultimately separate whichever may be the reason so we have to understand that this is all not permanent of course it doesn't mean that the husband immediately quit his wife and everything and you know he responsibly come out that is not the whole idea here but one must understand that's why it is said engage his wife in the service of the lord and the public so that she is not my servant that is the whole thing we have to learn for that reason it is said like that and that is continued in this verse one so seriously consider one's wife to be his own that he sometimes kills himself for her he comes people i mean man comes commits suicide sometimes for the girl so that much he is attached to her so what happens to so, so, to such people first of all they'll become ghost and then after that they'll become a woman hmm. so this is very bad and he may even kill others including his parents and spiritual master it doesn't consider anything because lust has overtaken his brain uh, his heart so that's it he will do anything just like ajamil when lust took over his heart for the prostitute he threw away his wife he threw away his parents although he was very such a gentleman before um, all right so purport every husband is too much attached to his wife therefore to give up one's connection with his wife is extremely difficult but if one can somehow or other give it up for the service of the supreme personality of godhead then the lord himself although not able to be conquered by anyone comes very much under the control of the devotee and if the lord is pleased with the devotee what is there that is unobtainable so in fact prabhupada narrated a story of uh, husband being too attached to the wife that there was this uh, i think many of you already know the story but for those of you who don't know uh, so um, there was this um, um king you know he always was seeing every time you know the husband is somehow or other controlled by his wife so he wanted to see if there is anybody who is not controlled by the wife so he announced okay tomorrow we're going to have a uh, an event what is that so a line will be drawn a straight line will be drawn a long line and those who are controlled by the wife they stand on this side and those who are not controlled by the wife they stand on this side of the line 
so that the day the line was made very long line and all the men of the uh, kingdom came and and he asked them everybody to be you know um, honest about it so so everybody came and everybody stood on this side of the line that means they all agreed that um, they are controlled by the wife only the king stood on this side only one person was there and he was the king and wow everybody was like whoa really how did you do that how come you are standing on the other side what is the what is the secret no my wife asked me to stand on this <laughs> so so that was his so called you know even the <laughs> that is even worse <laughs> at least the other people were honest he couldn't even be honest about his position <laughs> because of his wife how much more he is controlled by his wife you know that he can't even be honest <laughs> so this is how everybody is under the control of the wife <laughs> actually uh, i'll show one was 10 i mean these are all very uh, i mean uh, hard to hear but you know what to do this is shastra no what to do shrimad <laughs> bhagavatam is saying how can we say no so basically everybody is attached it is i mean it's a known fact but you know we have to come out of that निर्जित्यक्रम अभूत विग्रहो वरासनस्थ सित गृहेशु मैथुन्य सुखेशु योषिता क्रीडा मृग पुष ईशनीयते हैविंग कॉन्कर्ड द एंटायर सर्कल ऑफ डायरेक्शन एंड बीइंग दस फ्री ऑफ कॉन्फ्लिक्ट अ मैन सिट्स ऑन अ स्प्लेंडेड थ्रोन रिसीविंग प्रेज फ्रॉम लीडर्स हुर वंस हिज इक्वल्स but when he enters the women's chambers where sex pleasure is found he is led about like a pet animal krida amriga this is how powerful wife is if mm. ultimately one must give up that attachment and it starts it's not that at a certain point we have to start no from the beginning that's why he, even while in the household life he should not consider his wife his own servant but um, servant of the lord All right. So why should one not give up his affection for his wife and children and take shelter of the supreme personality of Godhead? Where is the loss of anything material? Household life means attachment for one's wife whereas sanyas means detachment from one's wife and attachment to Krishna. So sanyas also means attachment but to Krishna. So even if in household life if one is attached to Krishna and that is also sanyas you see that's what 6.1 we have read anashrita karma phalam karyam karma karoti yah sa sanyasi sa yogi cha naniragnirna chakriya what is sanyasi the supreme personality of god had said this is bhagavad gita chapter 6 text 1 one who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as is obligated is in the renounced order of life and he is the true mystic not he who lights no fire and performs no duty so he is uh, what is the actual duty of human life that is krishna consciousness so one who is doing that he is actually a proper sanyasi even though he may be in household life next more food for thought in this verse 7.14.13 
क्रिमिविडस्मिष्ठातुम कलेवर थ्रू प्रॉपर डेलिबरेशन वन शुड गिव अप अट्रैक्शन टू हिज वाइफ्स बॉडी बिकॉज दैट बॉडी विल अल्टीमेटली बी ट्रांसफॉर्म्ड इन टू स्मॉल इंसेक्ट्स स्टूल और एशस वॉट इज द वैल्यू ऑफ दिस इनसिग्निफिकेंट बॉडी हाउ मच ग्रेटर इज द सुप्रीम बींग हु इज ऑल प्रोवेडिंग लाइक द स्काई हाउ मच ग्रेटर इज द सुप्रीम बींग what is the value of this insignificant body so purport even shankaracharya also has you know um, composed that verse uh, what is that nari stana bharana bhi desham drishtva maga mohavesham etan mam savasadi vikaram manasi vichintaya varam varam so you know the all, the woman's body although so attractive for the man or with all his attractive features are uh, is just a transformation of disgusting elements like flesh you know uh, blood mucus urine stool bile all disgusting elements so that is how we should philosophically see it i mean factually this is actually facts these are facts it is just a packaging only packaging of um, rubbish things or 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 disgusting things that is a maya maya just packages rubbish for us nicely well packaged rubbish so and we get attached to that so that's what we should always contemplate that's why even um this um even for the woman to consider the body of the man to be enjoyable is also see here 1060 if i'm not wrong 1060 Rukmini Devi herself is saying to Krishna She saying you see Tvakshmashrurumanakakesha pinadhamantar mamsasthirakta krimivit kapapittavatam jeevachavam bhajati kantamatirvimudha yate padabjamakarandam ajighrati stree A woman who fails to relish the fragrance of the honey of your lotus feet means krishna's lotus feet so rukmini is speaking to krishna a woman who fails to relish the fragrance of the honey of your lotus feet becomes totally befooled and thus she accepts as her husband or lover a living corpse covered with skin whiskers nails head hair and body hair and filled with flesh bones blood parasites feces mucus bile and air means real attraction should be to krishna not to this body whether it be the woman's body or man's body or either way <clears throat> so purport here also the same point is stressed one should give up attachment for his wife or in other words for sex life if one is intelligent he can think of his wife's body as nothing but a lump of matter that will ultimately be transformed into small insects stool or ashes In different societies there are different ways of dealing with the human body at the time of the funeral ceremony. In some societies the body is given to the vultures to be eaten. This is the Parsi community for example. Parsis they actually um cut up the body. You know like people they usually bury them or burn their bodies but among the Parsi community which is in you know uh, Persian and also found in India 
they when the body when the person dies they cut the body and also there is brain inside the skull they will break the skull and you know take the brain out and then offer it up for the vultures to come and eat you know that's that's how their their funeral ceremony is so that's what prabhupada is referring to in some societies the body is given to the vultures to be eaten um, and therefore the body ultimately turns to vulture stool sometimes the body is merely abandoned like maybe died in a war or you know for whatever reason or an accident sometimes you know like that um, and therefore the body ultimately sorry sometimes the body is merely abandoned and, and in that case the body is consumed by small insects in some societies the body is immediately burned after death and thus it becomes ashes in any case if one intelligently considers the constitution of the body and the soul beyond it what is the value of the body antavanta ime deha nityasyoktah sharirinah bhagavad gita 2.18 the body may perish at any moment but the soul is eternal if one gives up attachment for the body and increases his attachment for the spirit soul his life is successful it is merely a matter of deliberation so we have to always that's why we have to constantly think of all these things about life these are facts facts of life these are not scary things this is, a, this is actually fact it will it will manifest in time whether by knowledge or by force when one one has to give up his wife or husband one has to give up either by death or by disagreement or divorce or sanyas or whatever it may be there will be separation just that it should be done in a very civilized way with proper understanding both wife and husband must understand all these things 71414 siddhair yagnyavashishthartai kalpayed vrittimatmanah shesha svatvam tyajan pragnyah padavim mahatam yat an intelligent person should be satisfied with eating prasad food offered to the lord or with performing the five different kinds of yagna panchasuna by such activities one can give up attachment for the body and so called proprietorship with reference to the body when one is able to do this he is firmly fixed in the position of a mahatma purport so panchasuna yagna what is this five different kinds of yagna panchasuna what is that that is karmakandis those who are not devotees they have to perform panchasuna yagna an atonement um that they have to do every day for all the accidental killing that one does while walking while cooking or while you know breathing sometimes even you know some germs are killed and insects are killed so he panchasuna suna means killing so pancha the five ways five different kinds of killing while breathing while cooking while walking something like this so five different types so he has to atone for all that because otherwise he will have to pay for it the sin the karma law of karma is so strong that even the unintentional killing will be taken into account but of course for the devotee the lord saves him from accidental offenses or accidental sins so the lord takes care of that so he doesn't need to do this panchasuna yagna separately but for others who are not devotees they must actually do this otherwise they will have to pay for it <clears throat> but if one is eating only krishna prasadam and chanting hari krishna and becoming a devotee of krishna then he does not do it he does not need to do it purport nature already has an arrangement to feed us by the order of the supreme personality of godhead there is an arrangement for eatables 
for every living entity within the 8 million 400 forms of life 400000 forms of life eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman every living entity has to eat something and in fact the necessities of the necessities for his life have already been provided by the supreme personality of godhead the lord has provided food for both the elephant and the ant hmm. All living beings are living at the cost of the Supreme Lord and therefore one who is intelligent should not work very hard for material comforts. Rather, one should save his energy for advancing in Krishna consciousness. All created things in the sky, in the air, on land and in the sea belong to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and every living being is provided with food. Therefore, one should not be very anxious, very much anxious about economic development and unnecessarily wasting time and energy with the risk of falling down in the cycle of birth and death everyone everyone's food is already been taken care of by the lord now the thing here is in the last sentence you see therefore one should not be very much anxious about economic development and unnecessarily waste time and energy with the risk of falling down in the cycle of birth and death people think the other way around why risk you know um going to the temple and you know um, you know lose our economic status they, they think like this why should i join temple you know i will i will i will probably lose my you know i will not have anything i will not have any salary uh, you know they risk or they think that this is a risk they're taking they think joining is a risk and having some economic comforts that is um, so that they don't have to be anxious about economic condition but the whole consideration is there is no consideration of spiritual life therefore it is said one should not be very much anxious about economic development but now they are anxious about economic development and you know they think that this is actually a risky thing to join krishna consciousness but it is exactly the opposite and one can only realize this when one actually surrenders uh, when one surrenders, then he thinks, oh, I should have done this much earlier. Why, why did I think so much? This is the realization you will get once you take that step and go forward and, okay, my life is, I'm no more going to do anything else but serve Krishna. When you make that step, until then it's like, you know, back and forth, oh, whether this is, whether it will be okay, whether it's right or wrong. But when one surrenders, one, one will understand, yes, actually, this is, this is actual life. One actually regrets, why did I wait so long? You know. <clears throat> but until then, it will always feel like, oh, it's a risky thing to join. In fact, the other way is true, as stated in the purport here. Next. Devan Rishin Nirbhutani Pitrin Atmanaman Vaham Svavrityagata Vittena Yajeta Purusham Prithak Every day, one should worship the Supreme Being who is situated in everyone's heart and on this basis one should separately worship the demigods or saintly persons, ordinary human beings and living entities, one's forefathers and oneself. In this way one is able to worship the Supreme Being in the core of everyone's heart. So first thing, he should worship the Supreme Being who is situated in everyone's heart and on this basis one should separately worship. Not that independent of the understanding of God. So independently worship all the demigods, no. So just like in Jagannath Puri. All the demigods are offered prasadam of Jagannath. First, the food is offered to Jagannath, and then the offering is offered to the Mahalakshmi, and then all the other demigods, and then it is given out. So that is proper way of worshiping. 
of course we are our spiritual master shri prabhupada he did not even encourage this our system is just uh, offered through the spiritual master to krishna and that's it automatically it will be you know given to all the saintly persons and demigods and everybody especially the demigods they get their share uh, but one who is not completely in that consciousness then he must even though if he wants to worship demigods he must still understand that the supreme lord is vishnu and on that basis only he can worship all the other classes of living beings otherwise he will become an offender that's why even in demigod worship in the sacrifice uh, there is first vishnu offering to vishnu and then the share of the sacrifice is offered to the demigods next 7 14 16yarhyat manodhikaradya sarvahasyuryagnyasampadah vaitanikena vidhina agnihotradina yajet when one is enriched with wealth and knowledge which are under his full control when one is enriched with wealth and knowledge which are under one's full control and by means of which he can perform yajna or please the supreme personality of godhead one must perform sacrifices offering oblations to the fire according to the directions of the shastras in this way one should worship the supreme personality of godhead what to do if one has extra wealth and you know like some extra knowledge you know which some talent you know now prabhupada explains very nicely the purport purport if a grihastha or householder is sufficiently educated in vedic knowledge and has become sufficiently rich to offer worship to please the supreme personality of godhead he must perform yagyas as directed by the authorized scriptures bhagavad gita 3.9 clearly says yagyarthat karmanonyatra lokoyam karmabandhanah everyone may be engaged in his occupational duties but the result of these duties should be offered for sacrifice to satisfy the supreme lord not just not just that one should engage in one's duties but also to offer the results to the supreme lord see that so the results must be offered if one is fortunate enough to possess transcendental knowledge as well as the money with which to perform sacrifices one must do it according to the directions given in the shastras see <coughs> It is said in Srimad Bhagavatam 12.3.52 Krite yadhyayato vishnum treta yam yajato makhai dvapare paricharyayam kalau taddhari kirtanat The entire Vedic civilization aims at satisfying the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This was possible in Satya Yuga by meditation upon the Supreme Lord within the core of one's heart and in Treta Yuga by the performance of costly yajnas. Hmm? The same goal could be achieved in Dwapar Yuga by worship of the Lord in the temple and in, the, in this age of Kali, one can achieve the same goal by performing the Sankirtan Yajna. Therefore, one who has education and wealth must use them to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead by helping the Sankirtan movement that has already begun, the Hare Krishna movement or Krishna Consciousness movement. All educated and wealthy persons must join this movement since money and education are meant for service to the supreme personality of godhead but usually when people get money and education they go away from krishna the more they educated suppose one is a scientist 
he's usually atheist you know they think science has more answers than god their so called science actually whatever we get from god that is scientific what we are discussing now is science but they think that is a, that is science without any understanding of god they are actually the most unscientific people uh, but they think they are big big scientists and they go away from god those who have this extra knowledge they become puffed up with that and those who have extra wealth they become puffed up but they actually should be used in the service of krishna if money and education are not engaged in the service of the lord these valuable assets must be engaged in the service of maya the education of so called scientists philosophers and poets is now engaged in the service of maya and the wealth of the rich is also engaged in maya's service the service of maya however creates a chaotic condition in the world therefore the wealthy man and the educated man should sacrifice their knowledge and opulence by dedicating them for the satisfaction of the supreme lord and joining the sankirtan movement yagnyaih sankirtana prayair yajantihi sumedhasah that means one who is who has good intelligence who is actually educated gyanavan maam prapadyate krishna says those who are really actually educated they should um, surrender to the supreme lord and join this movement and use all their assets in the service of the movement next 7 14 17 न हिमुखो यम वै भगवान्ज्येत हिशाराजन यथाप्रमुखे हुतए ट्रांसलेशन द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड श्री कृष्णा इज द एंजॉयर ऑफ सैक्रिफिशियल ऑफरिंग्स येट ऑल दो हिज लॉर्डशिप इट्स द ऑब्लेशन ऑफर्ड इन द फायर माई डियर किंग ही इज स्टिल मोर सैटिस्फाइड वै वैन नाइस फूड मेड ऑफ ग्रेन्स एंड घी is offered to him through the mouths of qualified brahmanas look at this he is more satisfied when there is, when the brahmanas are fed prasadam rather than you know the food that is offered in i mean the grains that are offered in the sacrificial fire as we have learned yesterday the the grains that are offered in the fire is actually um offering grains to the mouth of lord vishnu that yagna pit is the mouth of lord vishnu yagna kunda and then the fire that is coming out is the blazing tongue of lord vishnu and by throwing grains is actually offering to lord vishnu but he is more satisfied when nice food made of grains and ghee is offered to him through the mouths of qualified brahmanas so in the yagna pit also there is in the yagna also what is one doing the grains are thrown and the ghee is offered there into the fire but the same grains and ghee if the nice food is offered i mean cooked and then offered to krishna that prasadam is you know offered to the mouths of qualified brahmanas uh, the lord is far more satisfied by this process that's why vaishnav bhojan brahman bhojan is very important feeding the brahmanas but qualified brahmanas uh, this is explained very nicely in the purport as stated in the bhagavad gita 3.9 yagnyarthat karmano nyatra loko yam karma bandhanah all fruitive activities should be performed for sacrifice which should be directed toward pleasing krishna as stated elsewhere in bhagavad gita 5.29 bhoktaram yagna tapasam sarva loka maheshwaram he is the supreme lord and enjoyer of everything however although sacrifice may be offered to please krishna he is more pleased when grains and ghee instead of being offered in the fire are prepared as prasad and distributed first to the brahmanas and then to others this system pleases krishna more than anything else 
Furthermore, at the present time, there is very little chance to offer sacrifices by pouring oblations of food grains and ghee into the fire. Especially in India, there is practically no ghee. For everything that should be done with ghee, people use a certain type of oil preparation called dalda. You know, so ghee is also contaminated. You know, it's not pure ghee most of the time. So oil, however, is never recommended for offering in the sacrificial fire. In Kali Yuga, the available quantity of food grains and ghee is gradually diminishing, and people are embarrassed that they cannot produce sufficient ghee and food grains. Under the circumstances, the Shastras enjoin Yajnayi Sankirtana Prayair Yajantihi Sumedhasaha 11.5.32 of Srimad Bhagavatam In this age, those who are intellectual offer yajna or perform sacrifices through the Sankirtan movement. Everyone should join the Sankirtan movement offering to the fire of this movement the oblations of his knowledge and riches. Very nicely explained by Srila Prabhupada here. Everyone should join the Sankirtan movement Offering to the fire of this movement the oblations of his knowledge and riches. This is the sacrifice. So the fire of this movement and the oblations instead of grains and ghee, one's knowledge and riches. Of course, grain and ghee also in the form of prasadam. You know. In our Sankirtan movement or Hare Krishna movement, we offer sumptuous prasad to the deity and later distribute the same prasad to the brahmanas, vaishnavas and then to the people in general. Krishna's prasad is offered to the brahmanas and vaishnavas and the prasad of the brahmanas and vaishnavas is offered to the general populace. This kind of sacrifice, chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and distribution of prasad is the most perfect and bona fide way of offering sacrifice for the pleasure of Yajna or Vishnu. 7.14.18 Tasmad brahmana deveshu martya deshu yatharhataha tas Therefore, my dear king, first offer prasad unto the brahmanas and the demigods and after sumptuously feeding them, you may distribute prasad to other living entities according to your ability. In this way, you will be able to worship all living entities or in other words, the supreme living entity within every living entity. Purport. To distribute prasad to all living entities, the process is that we must first offer prasad to the brahmanas and the vaishnavas for, for the demigods are represented by the brahmanas. So that is the proper way of etiquette. Even when you know when, when the devotees are called to the home, the first prasadam should be given to the devotees. This western idea of ladies first, you know, children and no. That is, yes, but actually no, that is not even there. Actually we see in this. You will see in this <laughs> the order in which people should eat. So, this ladies first and all these you know things that are um, uh, in Western civilization. It's not exactly correct. So first the brahmanas and vaishnavas, and then the children, and then the women, and then the others, and then the, even the animals and everybody like that. Um, in this way, the supreme personality of Godhead, who is situate, situated in everyone's heart, will be worshipped. This is the Vedic system of offering prasad. Whenever there is a ceremony for distribution of prasad, the prasad is offered first to the brahmanas, then to the children and old men, then to the women, and then to the animals like dogs and other domestic animals. When it is said that Narayana, the supreme being, is situated in everyone's heart, this does not mean that everyone has become Narayan 
or that a particular poor man has become narayan such a con- such a conclusion is rejected here in so it is not that distributing food to everybody means they all became narayan now no they are all parts and parcels of narayan and everybody must be fed but there is a proper order on how to what whom to feed first and second and third and fourth and like that so these are all part of varnashram dharma you know? there are so many rules you see so bhagavatam 7:14:19 kuriyadaparapakshiyam masi praushtha pade dvijah shraddham pitror yathavittam tadbandhunam chavittavan a brahmana who is sufficiently rich must offer oblations to the forefathers during the dark moon fortnight in the latter part of the month of bhadra similarly he should offer oblations to the relatives of the forefathers during the mahalaya ceremonies in the month of ashvina so these are um, ashvina comes i think in the right in the end i think of the year mahalaya amavasya and all that comes amavasya okay अयने विशुवे कुरियाद व्यतीपाते दिनक्षये चंद्रा चंद्रादित्योपरागे च द्वादश्याम श्रवणेशु च तृतीयायां शुक्लपक्षे नवम्याम अथ कार्तिके चतस्रिष्वपि अष्टकासु हेमन्ते शिशिरे तथा मघारका मघारकासमागमे राकया चानुमत्या च मासर्क्षाणीयुतान्यपि द्वादश्याम अनुराधाश्रवणस्तिस्र उत्तरा तिस्रिश्वेकादशी वासु जन् जन्मक्षश्रोणयोगयुक् ऑफकोर्स Sanskrit verses. Why, why I am chanting the verses also? Because it is good to get accustomed to the Sanskrit. Because some of the words, you know, it is good to have a, a hold of the Sanskrit words also. Of course, you can always go on reading English translations. But the whole point is to get, get connected with the Sanskrit as well. Hmm. <clears throat> Practicing the pronunciation and also observing the words, how they are used and... what translations are there you know like that okay here one should perform the shraddha ceremony shraddha means the funeral not funeral rites the food that is offered to the departed soul every year the shraddha so one should perform the shraddha ceremony on the makara sankranti the day when the sun begins to move north or on the karkata sankranti the day when the sun begins to move south so sankranti means uh, when the sun moves through the 12 zodiacs at each junction between one house and the other um, one zodiac and the other then that is called a sankranti so of course the most famous sankranti is, is the makara sankranti which is the fish zodiac makara means what fish i think so um, that sankranti is on the in comes in january around the time but then every month there is a sankranti so karkata sankranti is the day when the sun begins to the move south karkata means uh, crab crab zodiac so one should also perform this ceremony on the mesha sankranti day and the tula sankranti day and uh, in the yoga named vyatipata you know vyatipata here is used vyatipate 
on that day in which or on that day in which uh, three lunar tithis are conjoined during an eclipse of either the moon or the sun or the 12th lunar day and in the shravana nakshatra one should perform this ceremony on the akshaya tritiya day on the 9th lunar day of the bright fortnight of the month of kartik on the four ashtakas in the winter se- winter season and cool season on the 7th lunar day of the bright fortnight of the month of magha during the conjunction of magha nakshatra and the full moon day and on the days when the moon is completely full or not quite completely full when these days are conjoined with the nakshatras sorry and on the days when mo- the moon is completely full or not quite completely full when these days are conjoined with the nakshatras from which the names of certain months are derived one should also perform the shraddha ceremony on the 12th lunar day when it is in the conjunction with any of the nakshatras named anuradha shravana uttara phalguni uttara shada or uttara bhadrapada again one should perform the ceremony when the 11th lunar day is in conjunction with either uttara phalguni uttara shada or uttara bhadrapada finally one should perform the ceremony on days conjoined with one's own birth star janma nakshatra or with shravana nakshatra thank krishna we 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 took to this krishna consciousness otherwise we have to remember all these things and do the ceremony for a devotee he doesn't have to do because automatically by serving krishna everything is done otherwise one has to remember all these things one has to be very particular all right so purport the word ayana means path or going the six months when the sun moves toward the north are called uttarayana on the no- northern path and the six months when it moves south are called dakshinayana or the southern path these are mentioned in bhagavad gita 8.24 and 25 the first day when the sun begins to move north and enter the zodiacal sign of capricorn is called makara sankranti and the first day when the sun begins to move the south and enter the sign of cancer is called karkata sankranti on these two days of the year one should perform the shraddha ceremony vishuva or vishuva sankranti means mesha sankranti or the day on which the sun enters the sign aries tula sankranti is the day on which the sun enters the sign libra both of these days occur only once within a year the word yoga refers to a certain relationship between the sun and the moon as they move in the sky there are 27 different degrees of yoga of which the 17th is called vyatipata on the day when this occurs one should perform the shraddha ceremony a tithi or lunar day consists of the distance between the longitude of the sun and that of the moon sometimes a tithi is less than 24 hours when it starts after sunrise on a certain day and ends before the sunrise of the following day the previous tithi and the following tithi both touch the 24 hour day between the sunrises this is called triha sparsha or a day touched by some portion of three tithis shri jeev goswami has given quotations from many shastras stating that the shraddha ceremony of oblations to the forefathers should not be performed on ekadashi tithi when the tithi of the death anniversary falls on the ekadashi day the shraddha ceremony should be held not on ekadashi but on the next day or dwadashi in the brahma vaivarta purana it is said ye kurvanti mahi pala shraddham chaikadashi dine trayaste narakam yanti data bhokta cha prerakah if one performs the shraddha ceremony of oblations to the forefathers on the ekadashi tithi then the performer the forefathers for whom the shraddha is observed and the purohit or the family priest who encourages the ceremony all go to hell so uh 
तेयस कालाेयो विवर्धना कुरियात्मनाषु श्रेयो मोघम तदायुषः All of these seasonal times are considered extremely auspicious for auspicious for humanity. At such times, one should perform all auspicious activities, for by such activities a human being attains success in his short duration of life. Purport: When one comes to the human form of life through natural evolution, one must then take the responsibility for further progress. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, nine dot twenty-five: Yanti deva vrata devan. One who worships the demigods can be promoted to their planets. yanti madhya janopi maam and if one practices devotional service to the lord he goes back home back to godhead in the human life therefore one is meant to act auspiciously in order to return home back to godhead devotional service however does not depend on material conditions ahaitukya pratihata of course for those who are engaged in fruitive activities on the material platform that the times and seasons mentioned above are extremely congenial you see devotional service however does not depend on material conditions any time auspicious and auspicious time whatever it is one can do devotional service but for those who are engaged in fruitive activities on the material platform the times and seasons mentioned above are extremely congenial so of course this is about shraddha i mean uh, about charity during these periods of seasonal change If one bathes in the Ganges in the Yamuna or in another sacred place if one chants offer fire sacrifices or executes vows or if one worships the supreme lord the brahmanas forefathers demigods and living entities in general whatever he gives in charity yields a permanent beneficial result but by doing for krishna everything is automatically done anyway so will read the translation of this o king yudhishthira at the time of pres- at the time prescribed for reformatory ritualistic ceremonies for one's self one's wife or one's children or during funeral ceremonies and annual death ceremonies one must perform the auspicious ceremonies mentioned above in order to flourish in fruitive activities see this is all for fruitive activities for devotees is not that important okay to the next few verses this is also important Uh, because in in our household life we should also take care of all these things not only household even everybody should know these things so we will read this also these few verses until the end of this chapter atha deshan pravakshyami dharma dishreya avahan savai punyatamo deshah satpatram yatra labhyate bimbam bhagavato yatra sarvam etat characharam yatra brahmana kulam tapo vidya dayanvitam Narad Muni continued. Now I shall describe the places where religious performances may be well executed. Any place where Vaishnava is available is an excellent place for all auspicious activities. Even there is no temple, no nothing. If there is a Vaishnava, oh, very auspicious. The supreme personality of Godhead is the support of this entire cosmic manifestation with all its moving and non-moving living entities, and the temple where the deity of the Lord is installed is a most sacred place. Furthermore places where learned brahmanas observe vedic principles by means of austerity education and mercy are also most auspicious and sacred nowadays many people say or oh, no need to go to the temple yeah? but here it is see 7 14 27 and 28 wherever huh? the temple where the deity of the lord is installed is a most sacred place next verse also will say the same thing actually yeah around next verse so 
purport in this verse it is indicated that a vaishnava temple where the supreme personality of god had krishna is worshiped and where vaishnavas are engaged in the service of the lord is the best sacred place for performing any religious ceremonies at the present day especially in big big cities people live in small apartments and are not and are not able to establish a deity or temple under the circumstances therefore the centers and temples being established by the expanding krishna consciousness movement are the best sacred places for performing religious ceremonies although people in general are no longer interested in religious ceremonies or deity worship the krishna consciousness movement gives everyone the chance to advance in spiritual life by becoming krishna conscious this is a very nice important verse 71429 even very specific even more specific yatra yatra harer archa sadesha shre shreya sampadam yatra gangadayo nadyah puraneshu cha vishrutah auspicious indeed are the places where there is a temple of the supreme personality of godhead krishna see the sanskrit yatra yatra harer archa archa means the deity harer means of hari of krishna wherever there is the deity of krishna oh sadesha shreya sampadam auspicious indeed are the places where there is a temple of the supreme personality of godhead krishna in which he is duly worshiped and also the places where there flow the celebrated sacred rivers mentioned in the puranas the supplementary vedic literatures anything spiritual done there is certainly very effective and how effective we will find in the next verse you see purport there are many atheists who oppose the worship of the deity of the supreme personality of godhead in the temple in this verse however it is authoritatively stated that any place where the deity is worshiped is transcendental it does not belong to the material world it is also said that the forest is in the mode of goodness and therefore those who want to cultivate spiritual life are advised to go to the forest vanam gato yad dharimashrayata shrimad bhagavatam 755 but one who sorry but one should not go to the forest simply to live like a monkey monkeys and other ferocious animals also live in the forest but a person who goes to the forest for spiritual culture must accept the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead as shelter vanam gato yad dharimashrayata one should not be satisfied simply to go to the forest one must take shelter of the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead in this age therefore since it is impossible to go to the forest for spiritual culture one is recommended to live in the temple community as a devotee regularly worship the deity follow the regulative principles and thus make the place like vaikuntha the forest may be in goodness the cities and villages in passion and the brothels hotels and restaurants in ignorance but one who lives in the temple community he lives in vaikuntha therefore it is said here shreyasam padam it is the best most auspicious place so one who the forest is in the mode of goodness the city and villages are in the mode of passion the brothels hotels and restaurants in the mode of ignorance temple is transcendental in many places throughout the world we are constructing communities to give shelter to devotees and worship the deity in the temple the deity cannot be worshiped except by devotees temple worshipers who fail to give importance to the devotees are third class they are kanishtha adhikaris in the lowest stage of spiritual life as it is stated in shrimad bhagavatam 11247 archayame vaharaye poojam yashraddhaye hate natadbhaktesu chanyeshu sabhaktas prakritasmritah a person who is very faithfully engaged in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not know how to behave toward devotees or people in general is called 
अप्राकृत भक्त और कनिष्ठ अधिकारी देर फॉर इन द टेम्पल देर मस्ट बी द डेटी ऑफ द लॉर्ड एंड द लॉर्ड शुड बी वर्शिप बाय द डिवोटिस दिस कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ द डिवोटिस एंड द डेटी क्रिएट्स अ फर्स्ट क्लास ट्रांसेंडेंटल प्लेस Aside from this, if a grihastha devotee worships the Shalagram Shila or the form of the deity at home, his home also becomes a very great place. It is. It was therefore customary for members of the three higher classes, namely the Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, and Vaishyas, to worship the Shalagram Shila or a small deity of Radha and Krishna or Sita Ram in each and every home. This made everything auspicious. But now they have given up the deity worship. Men have become modernized and are consequently indulging in all sorts of sinful activities. and therefore they are extremely unhappy according to the vedic civilization therefore the holy places of pilgrimage are considered most sacred and still there are hundreds and thousands of holy places like jagannath puri vrindavan haridwar rameshwar prayag mathura india is the place for worshiping or for cultivating spiritual life the krishna consciousness movement invites everyone from all over the world without discrimination as to caste or creed to come to its centers and cultivate spiritual life perfectly so so especially in regards to shalagram shila uh, as we have said in another lecture when the question was raised one must be second initiated or brahman initiated in order to worship the shalagram shila and one must worship properly not just invent own ways of worship also one must worship according to the shastrik injunctions which will be taught when one becomes a brahmana initiation next we will just read the okay we will just read this part of the, of the whole verse is there all the different holy places but especially the last part you see ete punyatam adesha harer archashritaschaye etan deshan nisheveta shreyas kamo hi abhikshnashah dharmo hi atrehitah pumsam sahasradi phalodayah you know at one point of time Prabhupad said that chanting in the temple is thousand times more effective than chanting outside. So, actually, it's a verse, and this is the verse. You see, Sahasradhi Phalodaya. You can see the sacred lakes like Pushkara and places where saintly persons live, like Kurukshetra, Gaya, Prayag, Puluhashram, Naimisharanya, the banks of the Palgu River, Setu Bandha, Prabhasa, Dwarka, Varanasi. मथुरा पंपा बिंबु बिंदु सरोवर भद्रिकाश्रम नारायण आश्रम द प्लेसेस वेयर द नंदा रिवर फ्लोज द प्लेसेस वेयर लॉर्ड रामचंद्र एंड मदर सीता टुक शेल्टर सच एज चित्रकूट एंड ऑल्सो द हिली ट्रैक्स ऑफ लैंड नोन एज महेंद्र एंड मलया ऑल ऑफ दीज आर टू बी कंसिडर्ड मोस्ट पायस एंड सेक्रेड सिमिलरली प्लेसेस आउटसाइड इंडिया वेर देर आर सेंटर्स ऑफ द कृष्ण कॉन्शियसनेस मूवमेंट एंड वेर राधा कृष्ण डेटीज ऑफ वर्शिप मस्ट ऑल बी विजिटेड एंड वर्शिप बाय दोज हू वॉन्ट टू बी स्पिरिचुअली एडवांस्ड वन हू इंटेंस टू एडवांस इन स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ मे विजिट ऑल दीज प्लेसेस एंड परफॉर्म रिचुअलिस्टिक सेरेमनीज टू गेट रिजल्ट अ थाउजेंड टाइम्स बेटर दैन द रिजल्ट ऑफ द सेम एक्टिविटीज परफॉर्म इन एनी अदर प्लेस सहस्राधि धर्म रिलीजियस एक्टिविटीज Huh? in these places ehita perform pumsam of the person sahasra adhi more than a thousand times phala udayaha effective thousand times more effective so this is actually a verse you see so of course um, this is all explaining we'll go to the next verse 
पात्रम त्वत्र निरुक्तम वै कविभे पात्र वित्तमय हरिरेकव उर्वीश यन्मयम वै चराचरम O king of the earth it has been decided by expert learned scholars that only the supreme personality of god had krishna in whom all that is moving or non moving within this universe is resting and from whom everything is coming is the best person to whom everything must be given everything should be given to krishna and simply by doing that as it is stated here yathatharor mool nishechanena everybody will be satisfied नेक्स्ट सेवन फोर्टीन थर्टी फाइव देवर्षत्सुत्रजादिषु मत पात्रतयाच्युत ओ किंग युधिष्ठिर द डेमी गॉड्स एंड मेनी ग्रेट सेजेस एंड सेंटली एंड सेंट्स इंक्लूडिंग इवन द फोर सन्स ऑफ लॉर्ड ब्रह्मा एंड आई माइ सेल्फ व प्रेजेंट एट युअर राजस्व सैक्रिफिशल सेरेमनी बट वेन देर वॉज अ क्वेश्चन ऑफ हू शुड बी द फर्स्ट पर्सन वर्शिप्ड everyone decided upon lord krishna the supreme person and therefore he should be worshiped by everyone and it was concluded by you know the whole universal authorities everybody in the universe he is mentioned that yudhishthira and the demigods you know narad muni also was there and he has reminded him of that event and lord brahma i mean the, the so, four sons of lord brahma the chatush kumar they were also there of course lord brahma was also there everybody was there and in their whole presence Uh, Krishna was selected. This is a reference to the Rajasvaya sacrifice performed by Maharaj Yudhishthira. In that meeting, there was a great turmoil over selecting the best person to be worshipped first. So people actually, especially Shishupal and others, they were say, saying Bhishma Dev is the best person here, the eldest and Brahmachari, Nishtik Brahmachari, and you know the greatest warrior and Mahajan, you know, great authority and religious principles, everything. So he should be worshipped. So Bhishma Dev stood up and said, "I am not a." i am not as great as lord krishna you see i i may be known as a nishtik brahmachari a lifelong brahmachari yes but krishna is greater brahmachari than me even though um krishna was in the midst of many women and he danced in the raslila he never lost his brahmacharya yeah. i kept away from women because i wouldn't be able to handle association of women but he in the association of millions of women he is not even agitated so he is a greater brahmachari than me and in every way bhishma dev glorified krishna and krishna was accepted and shishupal was no against he was talking so much rubbish krishna cut his throat with his sudarshan chakra in that meeting there was a great turmoil over selecting the best person to be worshiped first everyone decided to worship krishna the only protest came from shishupal and because of his vehement opposition he was killed by the supreme personality of god it <laughs> if that means in other words if anybody is against the supremacy of krishna he will he will ultimately be killed you know he he's he will be finished that's why it is said in the 1153 ya esham purusham sakshat atma prabhavam ishwaram nabhajantya vajananti sthanat bhrashtah patantyadha If any of the members of the four varnas and four ashramas fail to worship or intentionally disrespect the personality of Godhead, who is the source of their own creation, they will fall down from their position into a hellish state of life. See, this is the result. Sixteenth chapter of Bhagavad Gita also, same thing he says, nineteenth and twentieth verses. So next verse, ah, this is also a very important verse. 
जीवराशिर्कीर्ण अंडकोशंघ्रिपो महां तन्मूलत्वादच्युतेज्यावजीवात्मतर्पणम the entire universe which is full of living entities is like a tree whose root is the supreme personality of godhead achyuta krishna therefore simply by worshiping krishna one can worship all living entities madhav seva is not only manav seva but jantu seva every seva <laughs> but manav seva is not equal to madhav seva by watering the root you we water the entire tree but by watering the branch or leaf we don't water the entire tree so similar verses are 4 and 8, of Similar. And this is also 7, so we'll go to the next verse you can read this purport um, you know on your own सेवन फोर्टीन थर्टी सेवन पुराणन सृष्टा नृत्यगृषदेवता शेते जीवेन रूपेण पुरेशु पुषो ह्यसौ द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड हेज क्रिएटेड मेनी रेजिडेंशियल प्लेसेस लाइक द बॉडीज ऑफ ह्यूमन बीइंग्स एनिमल्स बर्ड्स सेंट्स एंड डेमिगॉड्स सो द बॉडीज आर एक्चुअली रेजिडेंशियल प्लेसेस दिस आर लाइक द हाउस गृह मीन्स नॉट ओनली द हाउस बट ऑल्सो दिस बॉडी एंड ऑल्सो दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड इन थ्री वेज और कंट्री एनी थिंग दैट वी एक्सेप्ट एज अ डवेलिंग as our home that is called a grahas graha um, what is that grahamethi or grahastha so when so actually we are situated in our body so this body is a graha and this country is a graha um, family and especially the what is that um, the material world as a whole is a graha or the house in which one lives with one's family that is also graha so graha means all these things <coughs> so grahastha means one person who is in the material life whether in the material world or whatever but of course if he is spiritualized in activities of krishna consciousness then actually he is not in the material world even though he may appear to be um thus he is known as uh, paramatma or purusha avatar next 7 14 38 तेवान्जस्तारतम्यन वर्तते तस्मात्त्र पुषो यावान्त्मयथे यते ओ किंग युधिष्ठिर द सुपर सोल इन एव्री बॉडी गिव्स इंटेलिजेंस टू द इंडिविजुअल सोल अकॉर्डिंग टू हिज कैपैसिटी फॉर अंडरस्टैंडिंग देर फॉर द सुपर सोल इज द चीफ विद इन द बॉडी द सुपर सोल इज मैनिफेस्टेड टू द इंडिविजुअल सोल अकॉर्डिंग टू द इंडिविजुअल कंपेरेटिव डेवलपमेंट ऑफ नॉलेज ऑस्टेरिटी पेनेंस एंड सो ऑन तस्मा पात्र पुषो यावनात्म यथे यथे तारतम्यन कंपेरेटिवली मोर ओर लेस् दिस इज यू नो इन इन कंजंक्शन विथ फोर इलेवन ये यहां प्रपद्यंते तथा भजाम्यहम सो हीज ही रिवील्स हिमसेल्फ इन प्रपोर्शन टू अवर् सरेंडर इन प्रपोर्शन टू अवर् कंपेरेटिव डेवलपमेंट ऑफ नॉलेज ऑस्टेरिटी पैनेंस एंड सो ऑन In this connection, Shri Madhvacharya comments: "Brahmadis thavaranteshu navisheshu harih kvachit vyakti matra visheshena taratamyam vadanti cha." So this taratamyam, 
tarathamyena this is uh, comparatively more or less so this is explained by madhvacharya beginning from brahma down to the ant everyone is conducted by the super soul ishvara sarvabhutanam hridesha arjuna dishtati but because of a particular person's advancement in spiritual consciousness he is considered to be important see the importance is based on the person's advancement in spiritual consciousness therefore the brahmana vaishnava is important and above all the super soul the personality of god is the most important personality so the gradations of species also are one higher than the other is because of the advancement of uh, spiritual consciousness the vaishnavas of course are the best living entities and of course the supreme personality of god is uh, <laughs> is beyond any comparison 71439 drishtva tesham mitho nirnam avagyanatmatam nirupa treta dishu harer archa kriya yaika vibhikrita okay this is another important uh, few verses from here to the next three or four verses are very important think two three verses see my dear king when great sages and saintly persons saw mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of treta yuga deity worship in the temple was introduced with all paraphernalia see this in the satyayuga there was no deity worship just everyone was a paramahamsa and everyone was perfect in their dealings but treta yuga started uh, and the saintly person saw mutually disrespectful dealings at the beginning of the deity worship in the temple was introduced see purport as it is stated in shrimad bhagavatam 12352 krite yadhyayato vishnum treta yam yajato makhaih dwapare paricharyayam kalau taddhari kirtanat whatever result one obtained in satya yuga by meditating on vishnu in treta yuga by performing sacrifices and in dwapar yuga by perform by serving the lord's lotus feet one can also obtain in kali yuga simply by chanting the hari krishna mahamantra in satya yuga every person was spiritually advanced and there was no envy between great personalities gradually however because of material contamination with the advance of ages disrespectful dealings appeared even among brahmanas and vaishnavas actually an advanced vaishnava is to be respected more than vishnu as stated in the padma puran ఆరాధనానాం సర్వేషాం విష్ణోరారాధనం పరం ఆఫ్ ఆల్ కైండ్స్ ఆఫ్ వర్షిప్ వర్షిప్ ఆఫ్ లార్డ్ విష్ణు ఈజ్ ద బెస్ట్ తస్మాత్ పరతరం దేవి తదియానాం సమర్చనం అండ్ రికమెండెడ్ మోర్ దెన్ వర్షిప్ ఆఫ్ విష్ణు ఈజ్ వర్షిప్ ఆఫ్ ద వైష్ణవ ఫార్మర్లీ ఆల్ యాక్టివిటీస్ వర్ పర్ఫార్మ్డ్ ఇన్ కనెక్షన్ విత్ విష్ణు బట్ ఆఫ్టర్ సత్యయుగ దేర్ వర్ సిమ్టమ్స్ ఆఫ్ డిస్రెస్పెక్ట్ఫుల్ డీలింగ్స్ అమంగ్ వైష్ణవాస్ Shri Bhaktivinoda Thakur has said that a Vaishnava is he who has helped others become Vaishnavas. An example of one who has converted many others into Vaishnavas is Narad Muni. A powerful Vaishnava who has converted others into Vaishnavas is to be worshipped. But because of material contamination, sometimes such an exalted Vaishnava is disrespected by other minor Vaishnavas. Important point. So, this actually happened prabhupad you know he is the vaishnava who converted so many millions into vaishnavism and his god brothers were envious of him and now his so called disciples are also envious not following his order this is very regrettable position that our so, so, our society is in our um, movement is in that those people who are supposed to be his disciples even they you know you see a powerful vaishnava who has converted others into vaishnavas is to be worshiped but because of material contamination such 
Sometimes such an exalted Vaishnava is disrespected by other minor Vaishnavas. When great saintly persons saw this contamination, they introduced worship of the deity in the temple. This began in Treta Yuga and was especially prominent in Dwapara Yuga, Dwapare Paricharyayam. But in Kali Yuga, worship of the deity is being neglected. Therefore, chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is more powerful than deity worship. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu set a practical example in that he did not establish any temples or deities, but he profusely introduced the Sankirtan movement. Therefore, Krishna consciousness preachers should give more stress to the Sankirtan movement, especially by distributing transcendental literature more and more. So he wants the book distribution to be done more and more. This helps the Sankirtan movement. Whenever there is a possibility to worship the deity, we may establish many centers. But generally, we should give more stress to the distribution of transcendental literature for this will be more effective in converting people to Krishna consciousness. It is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 11.247 Archayameva haraye pujam yahashraddhaye hate natad bhakte shuchanyeshu sabhaktaha prakrita smritaha A person who is very faithfully engaged in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not know how to behave toward devotees or people in general is called a Prakrita Bhakta or Kanishta Adhikari. A Prakrita devotee or neophyte devotee is still on the material platform. He certainly engages in worshipping the deity, but he cannot appreciate the activities of a pure devotee. It has actually been seen that even an authorized devotee who is engaged in the service of the Lord by preaching the mission of Krishna consciousness is sometimes criticized by neophyte devotees. Such neophytes are described by Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur, Sarva Prani, Sammanana Samma This is such a long word. Sarva Prani Sammanana Samarthanam Sammanana Samarthanam Avagya Spardhadimatam Tu Bhagavat Pratimaiva Patram Ityaha For those who cannot properly appreciate the activities of authorized devotees, deity worship is the only way for spiritual advancement. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antilla 7.11, it is clearly said, Krishna Shakti Vina Nahetar Pravartana. Yeah, we will go to that verse and come back. See? Kalikaler Dharma Krishna Nama Sankirtan, Krishna Shakti Vina Nahetar Pravartana. The fundamental religious system in the age of Kali is the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. Unless empowered by Krishna, one cannot propagate the Sankirtan movement. See this? So a person like Prabhupada is so authorized. Uh, one should not consider him an ordinary person. For those who cannot properly appreciate the activities of authorized devotees, deity worship is the only way for spiritual advancement. In the cha- but we will learn another thing in the next verse. Okay, Although it is said like this, Krishna is actually not happy with the deity worship of a person who does not respect the devotees. <laughs> that is also there. We will read that in the next verse. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antilila 7.11, it is clearly said, Krishna Shaktivina Nahitar Pravartan. Without being authorized by Krishna, one cannot preach the holy name of the Lord throughout the entire world. Nevertheless, a devotee who does so is criticized by neophyte devotees, Kanishta Adhikaris, who are on the lower stages of devotional service. For them, deity worship is strongly recommended. Next verse is very, very important. Tator Chayam Harim Kechit Samshraddhaya Sapariyayam Upasata Upastapi Narthada Purushadvisham Sometimes a neophyte devotee offers all the paraphernalia for worshipping the Lord and he factually worships the Lord as the deity. But because he is envious of the authorized devotees of Lord Vishnu, the Lord is never satisfied with his devotional service. 
purport deity worship is especially meant for purifying the neophyte uh, devotees actually however preaching is more important in bhagavad gita 18.69 it is said nachatasman manushyeshu kaschin me priyakrittamaha if one wants to be recognized by the supreme personality of godhead one must preach the glories of the lord one who worships the deity must therefore be extremely respectful to preachers otherwise simply worshiping the deity will keep one in the lower stage of devotion purusheshvapi rajendra supatram brahmanam viduhu tapasavidya yatushtya dhatte vedam harestanam my dear king of all persons a qualified brahmana must be accepted as the best within this material world because such a brahmana by practicing austerity vedic studies and satisfaction becomes the counterpart body of the supreme personality of godhead so as you know we'll read this this is also very important this is for all ashramas all varnas and all ashramas from the vedas we learn that the personality of godhead is the supreme person every living entity is an individual person and the supreme personality of godhead krishna is a supreme person a brahmana who is well versed in vedic knowledge and fully conversant with transcendental matters becomes a representative of the supreme personality of godhead see and therefore one should worship such a brahmana or vaishnava a vaishnava is superior to a brahmana because whereas a brahmana knows that he is brahman not matter a vaishnava knows that he is not only brahman but also an eternal servant of the supreme brahman therefore worship of a vaishnava is superior to the worship of the deity in the temple vishnu chakravarti thakur says sakshat dharitvena samasta shastraihi in all the scriptures the, scri- the spiritual master who is the best of the brahmanas the best of the vaishnavas is considered to be as good as the supreme personality of godhead this does not mean however that the vaishnava thinks himself god for this is blasphemous although a brahmana or vaishnava is worshiped as being as good as the supreme personality of godhead such a devotee always remains a faithful servant of the lord and never tries to enjoy the prestige that might accrue to him from being the supreme lord's representative this is the last verse of this chapter nanvasya brahmana rajan krishnasya jagadatmanah punantah padarajasa trilokim daivatam mahat my dear king yudhishthira the brahmanas especially those engaged in preaching the glories of the lord throughout the entire world are recognized and worshiped by the supreme personality of godhead who is the heart and soul of all creation the brahmanas by their preaching sanctify the three worlds with the dust of their lotus feet and thus they are worshipable even for krishna you know krishnasya jagadatmanah mahat worshipable daivatam krishnasya daivatam they are worshipable even for krishna krishna himself says that in the bhagavad gita as it is said in the purport here as admitted by lord krishna in bhagavad gita 18.69 nachatasman manushyeshu kaschin me priyakrittamah the brahmanas preach the cult of krishna consciousness all around the world and therefore although they worship krishna the supreme personality of godhead the lord also recognizes them as worshipable the, recipro- the relationship is reciprocal the brahmanas want to worship krishna and similarly krishna wants to worship the brahmanas in conclusion therefore brahmanas and vaishnavas who are engaged in preaching the glories of the lord must be worshiped by religionists philosophers and people in general at the rajasuya yagna of maharaj yudhishthir many hundreds of thousands of brahmanas were present yet krishna was selected to be worshiped first therefore krishna is always a supreme person but by his causeless mercy he recognizes the brahmanas as dear most to him thus in the thus end the bhakti vedanta purports of the 7th canto 14th chapter of shrimad bhagavatam entitled ideal family life of course the next chapter is also there um you know you can read that 
how to you know feed the see one should offer prasad to the demigods the saintly persons one for forefathers people in general seeing them all as devotees of supreme lord these are all you know 15th chapter is also very nice but you know you get the idea of this is the varnashram system so uh, one very important verse is this one one must worship the spiritual master 71525 रजस्तमश सत्वोपशमेन चोपशमेनचेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोहिंजसाजेतुरुषोह
so all these things are also there in the fourth canto so in different places of the bhagavatam all these things are mentioned but anyway what chaitanya mahaprabhu says about this whole varnashram system uh, we will see now because there was this very illuminating conversation between um chaitanya mahaprabhu and ramanand rai it's called ramanand ramanand samvada so this series of verses was a conversation between chaitanya mahaprabhu and ramanand rai and first thing the first thing that um the lord asked so in this case <laughs> like in bhagavad gita arjuna was asking questions and krishna was answering but in ramanand samvad chaitanya mahaprabhu who is krishna himself he is asking questions and ramanand rai is answering you know this is the speciality so chaitanya mahaprabhu is asking questions in this case ramanand rai is answering <laughs> but actually ramanand rai said um chaitanya mahaprabhu asked him and ramanand rai said see you know everything you are already krishna hmm? but you are still asking me so the answers that i tell are also coming from you only through my mouth because you are also situated in my heart as paramatma so you are asking these questions so you are uh, you know asking me to answer them so that i will engage in some service to you so in this way you are mercifully engaging me in your service it is not that i am a big explainer of religious principles to you and that you are the student and i am the teacher no <laughs> you are the teacher and you are making me just like sometimes a teacher will ask the student okay explain now what is um, uh, what is this what is that what subject you know so about the subject that he teaches now explain you know suppose it is mathematics okay now uh, you know uh, explain what is um, um, trigonometry or or you know how to okay explain how to do this problem something like that so although the teacher asks it is not that the teacher doesn't know but whatever the teacher taught the student will will reproduce and solve the problem and that actually reflects on the teacher because if she or he uh, taught well the student will be able to answer very well you see so if he can answer very well that means the teacher taught very well so so in this way ramanand rai was very humble and um, i mean factual i mean krishna's knowledge it is krishna's knowledge even though he is asking um, it is krishna's knowledge so ultimately um the if, if the devotee can explain nicely it only reflects on the spiritual master and krishna you know oh he is such a good spiritual master that he has trained his disciple like that so that is told here so anyway the conversation was chaitanya mahaprabhu asking question and ramanand rai was answering you see lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu this is reading from chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila chapter 8 text 54 Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then went to the house of the Brahmana who had invited him and took his lunch there. When when the evening of that day arrived, both Ramanand Rai and the Lord were eager to meet each other again. Every me- evening they were meeting and until they will talk until the you know morning, the daybreak. After finishing his evening bath, Sri Chaitanya Mah- Mahaprabhu sat down and waited for Ramanand Rai to come. Then Ramanand Rai, accompanied by one servant, came to meet him. Ramanand Rai approached. Lord Sri Chaitanya and offered his respectful obeisances and the Lord embraced him. Then they began to discuss Krishna in a secluded place. Now, what they what they discussed? They discussed everything about religious principles to the topmost limits of it. That's why this this conversation is such an important subject of discussion for Gaudiya Vaishnavas, Ramanand Samvad. 
so anyway we are not studying the whole thing we just this one question prabhu kohe pada shloka sadhyar nirnay he said you know chaitanya mahaprabhu ordered ramananda rai recite a verse from the revealed scriptures concerning the ultimate goal of life rai kohe swadharma swadharmacharane vishnu bhakti hoy ramananda replied if one executes the prescribed duties of his social position which is varnashram dharma he awakens his original krishna consciousness then he quoted from vishnu puran varnashramacharavata purushena parapuman vishnu raradhate pantha nanyat tatto shakaranam the supreme personality of godhead lord vishnu is worshiped by the proper execution of the prescribed duties in the system of varna and ashram there is no other way to satisfy the supreme personality of godhead one must be situated in the institution of the four varnas and ashramas so ramananda rai answered this but chaitanya mahaprabhu you see what he said prabhu ko hai eho bahya aage ko hoar the lord replied this is external you had better tell me of something some other means something higher talk talk to me about i mean tell me something a higher principle than this ramananda rai replied to offer the results of one's rai kohe krishna karmarpan sarvasadhisar ramananda rai replied to offer the results of one's activities to krishna is the essence of all perfection so in this way it goes on to the point where the um, the, the method by the gopis that is the best way so anyway the point is that chaitanya mahaprabhu did not place much importance on this varnashram system why he said this is external you better something you better tell me something more higher than this why we have learned so many days now the varnashram system and how everybody should be situated and now chaitanya mahaprabhu is saying this is just external tell me something more what is that so the thing is because in kaliyuga this system is mostly gone lost where is the training of brahmanas kshatriyas vaishya sudras if we just actually it is external it is actually true because varnashram system is the execution of the principle of religion so first of all the thing must be understood that the supreme personality of godhead is to be worshiped and everybody must be you know everybody must be maintained so, so even maintenance before even that the first thing is that everyone must worship the supreme personality of godhead now you may ask one may ask anybody may ask how to do this you know because we have so many worldly duties and everything so how to make it practical so varnashram system helps practically execute this that everyone's livelihood is created taken care of and everyone is uh, engaged in krishna service that's the varnashram system so it only makes sense only when one understands and when people understand that the aim is vishnu if they don't understand and at, or at least the leaders don't understand there's no point in just putting the varnashram system when there is no worship of vishnu so just by placing varnashram system it doesn't it is not solved the whole point of varnashram is worship of vishnu so that has to be revived among the public so because in kali yuga that is the devotion to krishna is very much dwindled therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu says no something higher has to be there the higher principle is that krishna service surrender to krishna uh, by chanting the hari krishna mahamantra this has to be uh, propagated first the people must understand the aim of life first even the leaders uh, then yes all the structure can be placed otherwise just put structure and then people don't have devotion what is the point 
how are we going to even police the whole thing to by brute force if one okay you eat meat then you will be killed or something like that it is not going to change the heart of the person in fact that person will become more against such a government so the thing is their hearts must change so they must understand also the importance of following all these rules and regulations the importance is that by doing this we are advancing on our path back to godhead so to impress upon the general public this importance of krishna consciousness is the primary religious system and therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu said this is external this comes next step of course he did not reject it it is not that it is it is not a bona fide process it is a bona fide process but it is not at the heart of religious principle the heart is even more more um, subtle than that the main thing is surrender to krishna serving krishna and then yes all the systems can be made put in place so that everything just like um prabhupad for example we will we will take it how shri prabhupad enforced the rules and regulations uh, rupa goswami says actually tasmat kena pyupayena yena tena prakarena mana krishna niveshayet sarva vidhi nishedasur etayoreva kankara he said in the bhakti rasamrita sindhu that yena tena prakarena mana krishna niveshayet somehow or other one's mind must be fixed on krishna and then the rules and regulations can follow after that and to practically see the demonstration of this principle shri prabhupad when he went to the west he did not say hey all you fools and rascals in the modes of passion and ignorance you know all meat eaters illicit sex mongers and you know uh, you know what is that um, intoxicators you know drug addicts all nonsense all all of you are nonsense stop it chan hari krishna no not chant let's have varnashram system you you're all you know shudras you're all fallen so you know you must be you know, tra- nobody would listen to him right nobody would listen what he did instead he went he went to the park started chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare 3 hours you know he was chanting you know went to the tomkin square park hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare so he was chanting oh oh hours and hours he was chanting and youngsters all joined they were drug addicts or you know all boys and girls together and not properly dressed sometimes and they were all dancing in the park around him and you know some brought some musical instruments and had some nice concert concert there you know something like that so somehow or other attach their minds or attract them to krishna first and then even then not <laughs> oh all of you have assembled okay now let us talk about varnashram dharma no nobody will be interested and then slowly he started the classes and in his storefront small storefront that he was renting with the help of a few you know beginner devotees at the time he conducted bhagavad gita classes every two days once and then people started coming slowly so he would have kirtan first and then bhagavad gita class and then kirtan again and then prasadam distribution he used to cook he used to cook for so many people and prabhupad said that he, for 200 people he was cooking of course not everybody attended class uh, about maybe 30 40 full crowded the place was jam packed people were even at the door and then listening was standing there so and then more many people outside were just you know, they would come for free food and people prabhupad used to serve them 100 to 200 people sometimes alone at the age of 70 you know nobody was helping him nobody knows how to that you must, you must help a sadhu nothing no culture nothing so but he was just serving them prasadam and harinam and nice discourses 
and in this way they started to slowly gain some faith in the process and then by associating with prabhupad they became purified and purified and then when they and they came for prasadam prasadam they liked so much and by this association slowly slowly when they became purified more and more uh, then he started introducing one one by one all the rules initiation there is you know first of all no meat eating no illicit sex no gambling no intoxication all these things and many other rules <coughs> all these things were introduced later on <coughs> he did not say oh let's come let's let's start varnashram system he went to america and said no that's why varnashram system has to be established now of course in the in the 1976-77 at that time he wanted the varnashram communities to develop because at that time the movement was like well set i mean it was established all over the world and people were already you know there was deity worship also introduced deity worship is another rules there are so many rules concerning deity worship cleanliness and everything is there timing punctuality and you know serving the lord so many preparations and all these things are there so all these rules all came in later on and then he wanted even more okay brahmana kshetra daiva varnashram bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur wanted to establish prabhupada also wanted to establish that now that there is at least to an extent some um understanding of krishna consciousness principles and we have sufficient so many people now thousands of people and so now some more rules for more structure so that this can be sustained because ultimately devotees don't want to work hard day and night in the office jobs like shudra jobs although you know they are interested in krishna consciousness so everybody must be catered for of course those there are many who will i mean there are some who will join full time but there are others who may not be able to do so because of their family you know situation and it you know temple also cannot maintain so many grihasthas at at one time so there has to be a sustainable structure so that all this can be practically done and the household devotees also can full time engage in krishna consciousness therefore there has to be cultivation self sufficient farm communities and you know where cow protection agriculture is done and cloth you know producing one's own cloth everything so that there is no dependence on outside civilization at all so probably one I mean, his dream was this that he wanted to create this perfect society where krishna consciousness was there and everything was there of course chaitanya mahaprabhu said eho bahya because that is not the essence because the urgency of the need is to first preach and spread the movement tasmat kena bipayana mana krishna niveshayat somehow or other they must you know be attracted to krishna first and once they come in slowly slowly the rules have to be laid down more and more more and more more and more so that there is a very sustainable structure hmm. the substance is one thing but they have to be support structures to be able to sustain it for long and for as many people as possible as wide a gamut as possible so for that varnashram system is extremely important daiva varnashram and this was shri prabhupad's uh, very ardent desire that these have to be established so of course varnashram system means brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra devotees you know they are very much sometimes they ask us prabhu in your eyes came is there varnashram farm communities varnashram no doesn't mean only farm communities varnashram first means there has to be brahmanas whether they be in the city or wherever brahmanas must be first created the head must be first there and then the rest of the body can be you know made head should be there they have to be a directing you know they have to be a the body must have direction 
without head even if you have arms legs and you know waist body is a dead body head must be first there so that head of the society which is brahmanas have to be created so there has to be some preaching and then when we have sufficient structure and sufficient number of devotees then we have to think of uh, expanding um, having farm communities as well but it's not that only have farm communities and don't preach in the cities no that has to be that has to go on still because mostly people will be in the city village also people will be there but more concentration in the city and bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur said that our work as preachers is in the busiest parts of the world therefore prabhupad was very happy when he started the movement in new york the hub of material the, the capital of the material world <laughs> i mean on this earth the capital of materialistic civilization new york and that's where that's where he incorporated right at the heart of materialism he incorporated the international society for krishna consciousness and that started this whole revolution of culture and we are fortunate that we have you know his books his movement unfortunately of course after his departure there was a lot of um, misuse of the movement assets and you know but you know that's our whole mission now to reinstate it back to its original intended use and bring back the society to the original what shri prabhupad wanted to have and what he wanted to continue as so that is the whole varnashram i think we will try to finish in the last part of the purport of the 413 which we have been actually reading so that we can actually formally conclude this session you see the mercantile men called the vaishyas are situated in the mixed modes of passion and ignorance and the shudras or labor class are situated in the ignorant modes of material nature in spite of his creating the four divisions of human society lord krishna does not belong to any of these divisions because he is not one of the conditioned souls this is the last two lines of the verse chaturvarnyam maya srishtam gunakarma vibhagasah then tasya kartaram api maam vidya kartaram avyayam i am the creator of the system although i am creator of the system you should know that i am yet the non doer being unchangeable see that hmm where are we hmm in spite of his creating those four divisions lord krishna does not belong to any of these divisions although he came in a kshatriya family and went to vaishya family and you know he worshiped the brahmanas he is teaching us how to live in this world in this varnashram system but uh, as chaitanya mahaprabhu also he was son of a brahmana so in this way he he appeared in this ways but he does not belong to any system any i mean any of this social statuses he is just teaching us <clears throat> because he is not one of the conditioned souls that's why he is not belonging to any of these divisions a section he is not one of the conditioned souls a section of home form human society the rest of them are in animal society human society is similar to any other animal society but to elevate men from animal status the above mentioned divisions are created by the lord for the systematic development of krishna consciousness this is the point systematic development of krishna consciousness so when there is an when there is a proper structure then everything can be systematically done hmm. the tendency of a particular man toward work is determined by the modes of material nature which he has acquired such symptoms of life according to the different modes of material nature are described in the 18th chapter of this book so according to goodness passion ignorance 18th chapter even 17th chapter also has and even some in the 14th chapter also 
So, such symptoms of life according to the different modes of material nature are described in the 18th chapter of this book. A person in Krishna consciousness, however, is above even the Brahmanas. Although Brahmanas by quality are supposed to know about Brahman, the Supreme Absolute Truth, most of them approach only the impersonal Brahman manifestation of Lord Krishna. But a man who transcends the limited knowledge of Brahman and reaches the knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, becomes a person in Krishna consciousness or in other words, a Vaishnava. Krishna consciousness includes knowledge of all different plenary expansions of Krishna, namely Rama, Narsimha, Varaha, etc. And as Krishna is transcendental to the system of the four divisions of human society, a person in Krishna consciousness is also transcendental to all divisions of human society, whether we consider the divisions of community, nation or species. So, this is the conclusion of this verse. Alright, so now we will take the questions and conclude this topic about Varnashram. Of course, we can go into so many other verses, but you get the point. So, that's the whole point. Hmm. Comments? So there are some quotes suggested by Prem Bhakti Mataji. So we will go to the three three quotes. First is uh, Madhya, ninth chapter, two hundred and Agya Yaivam Gunandoshan, Maya Dishtan Apiswakan, Dharman Santyajya Yahasarvan, Mambhaje Sachasattamaha. Where is this from? of Srimad Bhagavatam Occupational duties are described in the religious scriptures If one analyzes them hmm, he can fully understand their qualities and faults and then give them up completely to render service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead A person who does so is considered a first class man So ultimately one must rise above the whole Varnashram system the whole gradually elevation to the Paramahamsa stage where he is above the rules of Varnashram Dharma. Hmm. So one must progressively, you know, advance. Next quotation from 2620. Uh, Sriman Bhagavatam 2620. Ya ashramaha antastrilokyastvaparo griham edho brihadvrataha. The spiritual world, which consists of the three fourths of the Lord's energy, is situated beyond this material world and it is especially meant for those who will never be reborn. Others who are attached to family life and who do not strictly follow celibacy vows must live within the three material worlds. So, celibacy vows are also, even, among fa- even inside family life, if one have if one has a relationship with one's wife only for procreation and you know 
to produce krishna conscious children that is also celibacy brahmacharya vrata so one who you know who are others who are attached to family life and who strictly who do not strictly follow celibacy vows must live within the three material worlds so we must get out of the material attachment this family life even though we are in, one may be in family life one must advance further from that we should not be attached to the family even if it is devotee family and everything it should not be attached of course there is affection we are not denying that but one must progressively you know come out of that understand that the attachment can be there as devotees the same attachment he should have for other devotees who are authorized devotees but the special attachment one has as one's family that wants come out hmm. so one who you know one who is especially the climax of the system of varnashram or sanatan dharma is clearly expressed in this verse so especially brahmacharis gra, gra, uh, vanaprasan sanyasis if they follow everything then yes or even grahasthas if they are strictly following the celibacy vows then everybody they can go back to godhead all right so the main point is not to be too attached to the materialistic way of life then next verse next suggestion is 3168 let's go there 3.16.8 there are innumerable more verses actually about varnashram dharma what is this yeah this is about a similar verse about just like 71436 i think around somewhere around there naham naham tatad tathadmi yajamana havirvitane chyotad ghrita plutam adan hutabhun mukhena yad brahmanasya mukhatas charato nughasam tushtasya mayyavahitair nijakarma pakaih i do not enjoy the oblations offered offered by the sacrifices in the sacrificial fire which is one of my own mouths the sacrificial fire is his own mouth i do not enjoy the oblations offered by the sacrificers in the sacrificial fire which is one of my own mouths with the same relish as i do the delicacies overflowing with ghee which are offered to the mouths of the brahmanas who have dedicated to me the results of their activities and who are ever satisfied with my prasad same point you see um this is important to be understood all right hmm next first question by krishna smaranam prabhu if one thinks that he or she is better than someone else is it because of bodily identity yeah you know especially because of mode of passion better than others i think let's see there is actually a quote regarding this better than others yeah here you see 11 25 2 to 5 we're not read the whole thing just the part you see material desire great endeavor audacity dissatisfaction even in gain false pride praying for material advancement considering oneself different and better than others sense gratification rash eagerness to fight a fondness for hearing oneself praised the tendency to ridicule others advertising one's own prowess and justifying one's actions by one's strength 
are qualities of the mode of passion so this is mode of passion um next question by bhakta virendra both ayaskam and iskon are similar in preaching since both propagate sankirtan movement of lord chaitanya both chant hari krishna mahamantra then what are the differences between what are the differences because of which there is a schism between ayaskam and iskon although both follow prabhupad books and teachings is the difference of initiation process between the two sects is the main cause of issue between the two okay this is not concerning the class at all um but we have you have come you have attended our ritvik system of uh, initiations webinars series we have dealt with dealt in this topic at length 3 hours a session 5 sessions 15 hours in total and we have gone through everything and it is based on not just the you know initiation process initiation process yes because it was the order of prabhupada and they have disobeyed the order and that's why it's not a schism we have created they have created that you know is gone so anyway you go and watch our if you're not convinced you can always watch our ritvik webinars and you can see prabhupada's documents what he has given and what they have done after that then you will understand i don't want to repeat this again and again because i've already done this at length and this is not the subject of this class anyway so please you i, re- I request you to go there and go through those videos again if you want to understand it you were attending them i thought you understood so next uh, question by krishna krishna smaranam prabhu what is required by a grahastha to be confident that his family will be taken co- care of when he decides to renounce them what is required by a grahastha to be confident that his family will be taken care of uh, faith in krishna that is the main thing um you know there are so many Um, that's why in one lecture prabhupad was even telling that even if one's duties towards family have not finished after 50 he must think of he must start you know planning of you know renouncing so anyway this all also depends on krishna how it manifests so one must be a sincere devotee and krishna will you know there's no point in renouncing the family without having sufficient attachment and attachment to krishna so we have to first cultivate that and if it is you know sufficiently progressed and then krishna will also make arrangements one must sincerely desire and krishna will also make arrangements for that the main thing is one should not think that this grahastha life is all in all and you know panchashordham vanam vrajet after 51 must think of you know um, moving on further to vanaprastha and sanyas that is stated by prabhupad many many times next question by bhakta virendra question i am already brahman by birth so there is no need for me to get name initiated and brahman initiated who says so that's exactly asura okay let's go we have i mean dealt with dealt in the subject at such length and the exact opposite conclusion is being derived what is this okay madhyalila i mean 3 6 if you have not read i mean if you have not seen my my sincere advice is prabhu you are attending these classes so one must one must um be attentive in the classes you know there's no need to type so many <laughs> questions sometimes rather one must spend time hearing what is being said in the class you see i'll show you now you see this let's read this 
Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhyalila, Chapter 3, Verse 6. The Acharyas who advocate the Daiva Varnashram, the social order of Chaturvarnyam mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, that means Gunakarma Vibhagashaha, not by birth, do not accept the proposition of Asura Varnashram, which maintains that the social order of, var, of, of Varna is indicated by birth. So this is, by birth is Asura Varnashram, this is, uh, this is demoniac, it's not correct. So we must understand this. So we have to be attentive in the class and then hear everything and see why we are showing the screen here. For you to see and see Prabhupada's instructions here. So why are we highlighting and so much we are, you know, this, the whole point is to read the scriptures properly. Hmm. So you are saying that Brahman by birth, this is not, this. I am Brahman by birth, to say that. I am also Brahman by birth. So what? I understood that it was futile, it was useless. I even had the Brahmin thread when I was a small boy. I also got it. I was a 10 year old. So what? That doesn't mean anything. Because where was the, where was the, you know, uh, surrender to the spiritual master? Initiation happens when Brahmachari Gurukula, he must first of all, Vasandhantu Gurur Hitam. He must surrender to the Guru. Where is the Guru? And Guru means coming in the proper parampara. Hmm? Proper parampara. And he must also be pure devotee, authorized by his Guru. Now, Prabhupada is here. All our Kula and all these things, no more, you know. If we, can't, we can't hold on to them. We must accept the Bhagavad Vidhi. Prabhupada is our Guru. That's the proper way. Understand? Alright. So, what is the continuation of the question? It is only in ISKCON and ISKM movement that Brahman initiation is required. No. No. Prabhu, that is wrong. That is wrong. Prabhupada, this is everywhere. Everywhere it is required. Diksha, Upanayanam, Acharyopasanam, all this, what is this? This is Upanayanam. Initiation is always there. That is the one of the, it is actually the most important purificatory sanskar in the life. In the Dashaveda samskar, initiation is the most important. It is not never by birth. I mean, Gunakarma Vibhagasha, the whole, you, have, you are just talking against the very verse that we are discussing. Gunakarma Vibhagasha, not Janma Vibhagasha. Sorry, that is. That is never, never in the Shastra. By doing this, these Sampradayas are discriminating against Hindu Brahmanas by birth. Okay, if you are, if you are about this Martha Brahmanas and all these things, then you have not understood anything, Prabhu. I must say this. What is the Hindu Brahmanas by birth? Asura Varnashram, I already shown. See this, this Asura Varnashram. What is the difference between Brahman initiation and those who are naturally born in Hindu Brahman families? They are called Brahma Bandhus, unless they are also initiated. Brahmana Bandhu. Brahma Bandhu means who is a relative of a Brahmana. Uh, or who, de- who is a descendant of a Brahmana, but who is not a Brahmana. Understand? You have to understand that. Next question by Murari Prabhu. China want war about... Uh, we, we don't want to discuss politics and war and all this. People will fight. On all levels they will fight. As long as they are not Krishna conscious, they will fight. Next question by Bhaktivirendra. Lord Krishna will not accept our bhakti devotion unto him without acceptance of spiritual master. Yes, that is correct. Many people worship and surrender to Krishna without accepting spiritual master. No. Chadiya Vaishnava Seva Nistar Paichai Kepa. Without Vaishnava, without serving an advanced Vaishnava as a spiritual master, we cannot. We cannot have any. Without Guru, without spiritual master, there is no spiritual life. Period. That's it. Nobody can be admitted into the spiritual world without serving Vaishnava, spiritual master. Next question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. 
it is advised that it is more brahmanical for a grihastha to be self-employed than to accept a job from a karmi. So, which should be considered a shudra job? Shudra job is basically when we are serving others na, for salary. That is shudra job. <coughs> yeah, it is advised to be more Brahman, brahmanical for grihastha to be self-employed. Yeah, that is better as explained in one of the purports that we have read. That he should somehow make plans to, and Krishna will help him. It is said, Prabhupada says that if somehow makes plan to, you know, minimize his material, you know, activities to earn money, and make it comfortable somehow, and Krishna will help him, and he can maintain his material life and engage more time in spiritual life. Next question. Um, Virendra is saying, I am Brahman, then why I need initiation? I belong to Vedic Dharma. Before Gaudi Vaishnava, there were Brahmins in India following Vedic religion. Prabhu, if you haven't understood this, then I can't do anything. Brahman is not by birth, it is by Guna and Karma. That's it. Next, I think there is one more question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu, which is, the knowledge of the Lord is unlimited. So, what is the reason that your classes are at least two hours long? Good question. So, um, if if you if you come to the temple here, I never gave a class two hours long at all ever in my whole life. We are doing only in the in this lockdown period. These are all quarantine content. And if you see, this is more than just um, as you can see. We're trying to give more references and. And just, you know, like, a, you know, those Bhakti Shastri, you know, like that. So, as, you know, now that we have time, why not? Now that we have time, why not? Actually, Prabhupada's rule is that morning and evening, one must attend classes. And one hour, one hour, two hours. So, we're doing two hours. And so many years, we never had this quarantine. And, uh, you know, we have, we had always classes in the temple every morning. And that is Bhagavatam classes. So that is about usually one hour, 45 minutes, one hour, a little more than one hour, maybe one hour, 10 minutes max. So that's usually our standard. And I never gave a two hour class in my life before this quarantine. And now that we have time, we are sitting, so we, we can discuss some things. And that's the reason. And that too, we have gone through some elaborate purports like Ishopanishad and you know, all this, which went. And another issue is, we have questions which take almost one hour, sometimes even more. So we want to answer everybody's questions. So why not? Why not? Is is talking about Krishna or discussing Krishna wrong? Not wrong. You know. So we are doing morning and evening classes, one hour, one hour. So two hours in the evening. Of course, I'm not saying that I will do like this all the time, but. It's just that the time is like this. It's a, it's a special thing and special condition, COVID-19 and everybody is locked up or locked down or whatever it is. And people have some time. So why not spend discussing about Krishna? What is the wrong? Is there anything wrong in discussing about Krishna? Hmm? Sandwich program, morning and evening classes. So the main thing is, that we have to be more and more um, um, Krishna conscious. We have to hear more and more. Actually, Nityam Bhagavat Sevaya, 
of course other times of the day we have we have many other services but when people can't do many things then you know we can sit down and hear for a while of course i'm not saying that every time it will be 2 hours like this it will be lesser but we should be more eager to hear i i think i think that is a you know uh, eagerness to hear i think there's one verse shushrusha yeah yeah shushrusha shraddhadhanasya vasudeva katharuchi let's take that take out that verse one of the interesting i mean one of the basic principles of spiritual life is that we have to be eager to hear shushrusha shraddhadhanasya 1216 of shrimad bhagavatam वासुदेव कथा रुचि सियान महत्सेवया विप्रा पुण्यतीर्थ निषेवनाथ और ट्वाइस बॉर्न सेजस बाय सर्विंग दोज डिवोटीज हुआ कंप्लीटली फ्रीड फ्रॉम ऑल वाइज ग्रेट सर्विस इज डन बाय सच सर्विस वन गेन्स एफिनिटी फॉर हियरिंग द मेसेजेस ऑफ वासुदेव एंड बाय अटेनिंग एफिनिटी फॉर हियरिंग वॉट हैपन्स नेक्स्ट श्रृण्वता स्वकथा कृष्ण पुण्यश्रवण कीर्तन हृद्यंतस्थो हा भद्रा विधुनोति सुहृत्सता Shri Krishna the personality of Godhead who is Paramatma in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtues when properly heard and chanted Nashta prayashva bhadresh nityam bhagavat sevaya bhagavati uttama shloke bhaktir bhavati naishtiki by regular attendance in classes on the bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed Okay, let's read that again. By regular attendance in classes on the Bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed. So we should destroy the things that are troubling our heart. We should. So hearing is a good thing, and loving service under the personality of Godhead, who is praised with transcendental songs, is established as an irrevocable fact. Next question, one to eighteen. Ah, sorry, nineteen. Tadarajastam obhava kama lobhadayas chaye cheta etera navidham stetham satte prasidati. As soon as irrevocable loving service is established in the heart, and the effects of nature's modes of passion and ignorance such as lust, desire, and hankering disappear from the heart, then the devotee is established in goodness and he becomes completely happy. Next, one to twenty. Evam prasanna manaso bhagavat bhakti yoga taha bhagavat tattva vijnanam mukta sangha sajayate. Thus established in the mode of unalloyed goodness, the man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the Lord gains positive. He becomes enlivened by contact with devotional service, gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of Godhead in the stage of liberation from all material association. Next, one to twenty-one. Bhidyate hridaya granthe chidyante sarvasamchaya akshyante chasa karmani drishta evatmani swari. Thus, the knot in the heart is pierced. and all misgivings are cut to pieces the chain of fruitive actions is terminated when one sees the self as master what we have read in this varnashram system even though one is married and all this or brahmachari grahastha vanaprastha sanyas one must cut the knots of affection for this world and that happens by what by having the urge to hear the messages of krishna so in this lockdown why not that's my question that's my question so I am sorry if I am I have um, caused you pain or inconvenience to you because you have to sit for so long um but <laughs> it's just that I want to serve the devotees so please let me serve you and uh, of course <laughs> I will try you know when you know there is not needed such you know big explanation yes we will cut down the timings but otherwise i it's just that i want to be in service of vaishnavas 
and this is something I think I can do in lockdown period because there's other services are pretty much stifled and this is one seva I, I can do for devotees and so please uh, allow me to do this and you all have uh, you all have um, kindly sponsored even this laptop for the lectures and I'm very much I mean uh, grateful to all of you and um, I mean good that you asked the question because uh, yeah I mean <laughs> it's a valid question all right thank you very much for your kind association and uh, भगवद गीता की जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय यथा गौर प्रमाण हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा एंड प्लीज फॉरगिव मी फॉर एनी ऑफेंसेस दैट आई हैव डन आई डू नॉट इंटेंड टू डू दैट और आई डोंट वांट टू कीप यू टू लॉन्ग ऑलराइट ऑलराइट नेक्स्ट आई थिंक टुमारो थर्सडे वी विल प्रोबब्ली हैव अ एएमए सेशन एंड देन गो टू द नेक्स्ट वर्स सो you can ask any question you want so tomorrow can be that and after that we will go to the regular bhagavad gita classes i have actually plans to for doing other classes but um we will see we will want to finish maybe the fourth chapter first at least let's see how that goes all right okay prema bhakti one last verse prema bhakti mataji has shared this 10 31 9 तव कथामृतं तप्तजीवनं कविभिरीडितं कल्मशापहं श्रवणमंगलं श्रीमदाततं भुविकृणन्तिये भूरिजा भूरिदाजनाः the nectar of your words and description descriptions of your activities are the life and soul of those suffering in this material world these narrations transmitted by learned sages eradicate one's sinful reactions and bestow good fortune upon whoever hears them these narrations are broadcast all over the world and are filled with spiritual power certainly those who spread the message of godhead are most munificent i'm not most munificent or whatever i'm just sharing so that to purify myself and it is just my humble service to all of you that's it no no offense please uh, forgive me for any offenses hari krishna